Good evening, everybody. My name's Nick. You all are watching Cover 4 with the guys. Uh, tonight, I'm sure you all see, we have a special guest with us. Uh, Daniel, man, how are you feeling tonight? We're glad to have you. Hey, uh, glad to be here. Um, feeling pretty good. Uh, I watch you guys almost every week. Been listening in, I don't know, for, since Keith started it, first talked to me about it. So it's exciting. Exciting stuff to be here. And uh, thanks for having me on. Yeah, we appreciate you being on here, man. We appreciate you being a little follower. Keith, how you feeling tonight, man? Just said a little follower. He don't know that man like six four, but uh, <laughs> I said loyal follower, bro. Oh, you said loyal. loyal. All right, all right, all right. Nah, loyal. You trying to do your man dirty? All right, nah, I'm straight. You know, shit's going. Uh, school, school grind. You know, and got another little niece about to pop up. My hey, hold niece up, hold up. We're not there yet, bro. No, I know, but my niece and nephew scoreboard is ridiculous. It's like <laughs> ten to three. Nice. All right, all right, <laughs> all right, pops. How you doing tonight? <laughs> I, I promised myself I won't go cry, but oh, you know I'm doing good. Ready to get into this uh, action tonight. Glad to have Dan, Dan on tonight. Um, hey, real faithful on. man. Um, you know, definitely tune in with us and interacting with us on social media as well. So definitely, yo, glad Daniel, I'm gonna give you a second. Shout out your Twitter really quick, so the, so the people can follow you. Uh, it's uh, Deegan the Legend, D E A G N, the Legend. No caps, no spaces, nothing. You say easy like does it. All right, yep. all right, sounds good. All right, you know, Daniel, man, we'll start out with you too. So we always do the uh, we do the news first around the league. Everybody's been wondering with the whole fiasco with Deshaun Watson. Houston is a circus right now. You know, uh, they announced officially this week Tyrod Taylor would be the starter week one. I feel like it's much deserved. How do you feel about the announcement that Tyrod's going to be starting week one? Well, I think this announcement, as everybody knows, is probably like the least exciting announcement. Everybody knew this was coming eventually, right? But um, I've always uh, thought Tyrod Taylor is pretty underrated in the league. You know, he um, he had his really great years back on the Bills when the Bills were kind of ramping up. You know, the Bills are hot right now. But, man, those years when, like, uh, 2015, 2017, like, he was, uh, he was tearing it up. And I remember – having a lot of uh, a lot of hope for him uh just moving forward in the league but really hasn't showed his face that much so i'm excited to see what he can do see if he's still got uh gas left in the tank absolutely man i feel like he's definitely been someone that's always been uh, kind of slighted every opportunity he's got he does well but you know josh allen comes along you know those types of things uh keith how you feeling about uh tyrod analysis well week one right. starter people don't know boy tyrod's josh by the ravens a lot of people don't know that like that just Bob Tech, stand up. Yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, bro. A lot of people that goes over the head. Um, I feel like he's he's major, honestly. Not like major, like he's next top five quarterback next year or this year. He's major in that aspect of he's always there when you need him. He's reliable. He's consistent. You know what you're going to get from him. Like, yeah. He's, he's conservative with the ball, but he's also smart with it, you know. You can yeah. open it up a little bit more, but it just depends on what you got around him. I feel yeah. like in the right offenses – and in a lot of cases, he'd be a great backup on teams that already have a quarterback, you yeah. know. But, you know, he's getting an opportunity with a team that doesn't have a quarterback situation right now. And I feel bad for him because the Texans, I don't think it's going to be anything special. But Oh, no. I, 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 will, I will say, though, I feel like he's almost in the perfect situation because there's nothing to lose, right? You know, like, doesn't matter how – it really doesn't matter how he plays this year because if he plays great, it's like, damn, we took this terrible team X amount of wins – but if he plays terrible, it's like, well, you're on the Houston Texans, like whatever. And he's got Jacksonville week one. So, I mean, you got an easy one to start the season. 
Terrence, how do you feel? Uh, yeah. I mean, Pops, we're calling you Pops from now on. Pops, how do you feel about the, uh, the week one matchup <laughs> for uh, I mean, For me, I mean, honestly, it's no surprise to me. Um, I've been seeing news about it them pretty much sitting Deshaun and just paying them. And for me, I um, feel like, you know, at this point, it's still, it's still a big risk for any other team to trade for Deshaun at this point, especially you talking about at least three first-rounders, that's mortgaging your whole future for a couple of years, not to include on whatever else they want for him. So um, for me, I feel like I'm glad, definitely glad to see Tyrod get some burn again. You know, we was pretty much, you know, ready to see him last year with the Chargers, and then remember he got his lung punctured, and then it just was like he go Herbert. Just even though it showed to him last season, but hey, let's be honest, Herbert just Herbert just took that shit and ran with it. I think honestly, oh he did, he did. It's, sure. it's happened to Tyrod twice, you know. He had Josh Allen in Buffalo, and then Justin Herbert in in Los Angeles. He's never been a bad quarterback. He just kind of put in like inopportune moments for himself. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that wasn't even his fault though. No, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Inopportune for himself. Yeah. If he if he could just be a backup on like a good team, bro, I feel like he'd be great. You know, like those teams that already have established quarterback. Like, imagine if I'm trying to think. Like, I mean, at Ky- this point in his career, though, he probably wants to play. Yeah, at yeah. this point, he probably wants to play. But imagine if he was backing up Kyler. You know, I was gonna say the per- the two perfect teams would be the Ravens and uh, the Cardinals because he can run both styles. No. Oh, not with us. We got Brent Hunt, or not Brent Huntley. I'm tripping. We got uh Tyler Huntley, right? Tyler, yeah, we got Huntley, and we got we just released scores them, but we'll probably pick. I know I that, we, but what I'm saying is just like stylistically, he could fit in that system. Oh yeah, I think there's like five teams. I don't think it's just us. Like I feel yeah. like if the Niners didn't get Trey Lance, he he could plug him in right behind Jimmy G. I mean, I feel like a lot of quarterbacks could fit in that system because you know a lot of safety nets with that offense. Bro, yeah. Super Shanahan. quarterback friendly. <laughs> you, you got Kyle Shanahan as your as your head coach. You got George Kittle as your tight end, the running back machine they got back there. I mean, it's just you know you, you're in a great situation. Any quarterback, definitely, definitely. Three head, um, four headed monster running back. Yeah. So moving on to the next one, Keith. We'll start with you. I, you know, you kind of let out your feelings already. I was trying to pump the brakes so we could say something for tonight's episode. But the big news was announced about, you know, two hours ago, Le'Veon Bill officially yeah. got signed with the Ravens. Uh, I know you weren't too excited. Let the people know why you're not a- that excited about such a blockbuster uh, pickup this close to the season starting. I mean, it ain't a blockbuster pickup because, let's be honest, Le'Veon Bell ain't been like Le'Veon Bell that we know, you know. Since he left like, the Steelers, right? Yeah, prime Le'Veon Bell. You know, obviously, I don't fault him for the Jets, but his role in Kansas City I thought was going to be way bigger than what it was. Uh, it's weird because we were looking for a running back to fill the third spot and, you know, for a practice squad, take practice squad reps. Obviously, I don't see Le'Veon Bell doing that, so I think the rookie's probably going to be doing that. But I just feel like he doesn't really – he fits in a way if he's going to, like, you know, if he if he's at Le'Veon Bell that was in the Pro Bowl or just, like, somewhat of that. But I, I think they could have went somewhere else with it, you know. I'm honestly all into, like, trading for people you know, to get rid of some draft capital. So we got – It's going to be interesting to see, though. Excuse me. Because, you know, yeah. it's like play style. Like, he, like, bounces behind He's shifted, yeah. Well, that yeah, was like, that was going to be my question for Keith. So, obviously, we saw the big trust era where it was, you know, where uh, Mark Ingram was kind of the thunder and yeah, Mark Jackson was lightning. <laughs> and this kind of, you know, he's more of a scat back. I mean, he's a bigger guy. But at this point in his career, I don't really know where his durability lands. But – you know, we've all seen that Lamar Jackson has lacked weapons. Do you not 
even though your feelings about him, do you not think he could at least provide a little bit in terms of a safety net out of the backfield? Oh, no, I think he is because he can catch the ball. Like, that's yeah. not – He can not run routes. routes. He can run, for a running back, he can run routes. He's got good hands. Yeah. That's like, the role it, I see him in. I don't see him being the, you know, third down back. You know, it's third and one. Definitely not doing anything like that. He's obviously not the starter, but it's gonna, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be Gus the Buzz doing third and the one. That's what I'm I saying. Think. When it's third and ten and you need someone to catch out of the backfield, I feel like he'd be a good, you know, option to have there. Terrence, how do you feel about the pickup? I mean, I feel like it's a good pickup just based off of the fact that they're skimp at running back. Like he honestly is one of the better free agents out there. I'm taking them over Ty Gurley ten every day of the week. Ty Gurley needs 100 you know, Yeah, that's so sad. He so hasn't sad. looked the same. Like in people years. forget how lethal still young too, and still young. So it's it's crazy. Arthritis you know, in his knee at what twenty six years old? Man, crazy. you know how crazy that man looked healthy too. Like Jared Goff could just do whatever, and <laughs> he was gonna look great because Todd literally acting like an animal back there. He yeah. was an animal though, so it's just crazy to see him already. You know, so young, like twenty seven. Already yeah. pretty much. I mean, he was an MVP candidate and then didn't even play in the Super Bowl, and everyone kind of figured there might be some up at that point. That's like this. I feel like that's the shitty Definitely. thing about the about the league with these injuries, bro. Like you really want to see these players. Like yeah. it's like a career. You know, you get in your career job or something you're passionate about. You want to you want to be able to ride it through for as long as you can at least. You know. Yeah. That's why the contracts are brought up so much because you know these NFL contracts is not all guaranteed. So yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a scam bro they gotta do something for these players bro yeah like, i mean honestly they probably can do like sign them keep signing them to like two-year contracts fully guaranteed or something like that shorter contracts that's why so yeah, all about get their players money getting their money something like that. daniel yeah, how do you sure. feel obviously so we've kind of talked about the fit in uh in baltimore for levion what do you expect from levion individually this year what should his expectations be and do we think that the media hype that'll be behind him is do you think that's kind of fair or how are you feeling I think priority number one for Le'Veon Bell is just to stay healthy. Like Ravens kind of got the injury bug right now. And man, as long as he just stays healthy, gets on the field and is a warm body just to get the ball for, you know, a couple downs a game, that's all they really need. You know, in this whole situation, you know, they were uh, working out Le'Veon Bell and Devonta Freeman. And I was in the Devonta Freeman camp (laughs) yeah right i i was shocked to find out that the same age you know somehow i thought devonta freeman was a lot younger than Le'Veon bell but who knows i've never been the biggest Le'Veon bell fan just because i don't like that style of like dance around in the back and you know wait for a hole yeah i pick a hole and hammer it bro like that's what i'm that's kind of what I like, but you know, I just I just feel like it's different when you're making people miss, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if he was you successful, make, that's the yeah, thing. Yeah, that's the thing. If it yeah. wasn't working, it'd have been like, come on, man. Like, I'll, be, I'll be honest. Yeah, I say north and south is my style, but Barry Sanders is my favorite running back all time. Exactly. So I'm kind of a hypocrite. <laughs> bro, or if it wasn't like, like a Trent Richardson, like, man, the hole is this big, and you ran right into the, everybody. You know, like, <laughs> it won't that kind of stuff. So. As long as he was making people miss, and I mean, he was having great seasons. He was having great years doing it. So yeah, like Jam- Jamal, Jamal Charles was big with that, bro. He was making dudes look ridiculous. Silly, bro. Silly. Bro. Like, he's honestly underrated <laughs> for a scat back. Bro, the crazy thing about him is that he was getting the least amount of carries on his team, but he always was But he was like one of those first ones, right? When, when when running backs first started coming out of the backfield, like you look at 
like Christian McCaffrey owes a lot of his career, like just from a, a prototype to Jamal Charles. Mm-hmm. Like if you think about it, he 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 owns it to Jamal, Darren Sproles, Darren Thompson, like them dudes. Because there was a time period like where <laughs> catching the ball in the backfield was limited. It was only certain. It was like a if necessary type deal. Yeah, like LT was the only one doing it back then for a yeah. while. Yeah. But Daniel, I agree with you, man. The the biggest point you made was. Uh, you know, best abil- best ability is availability. So Le'Veon's been someone that's dealt with injuries and coming onto a team already, ha- uh, you know, hindered by injuries. He's really got to be able to stay available. So I think that's a good point. Uh, moving on to the next one, uh, Raiders wave Tanner Muse. This dude was a third round draft pick, which isn't a blockbuster pick, but he never played a single snap for the team. That's pretty high, though. That's still high. We talk about busts. You know, all the time, and I get it. It is obviously more so for like a top 10 first round pick. But if you're drafted in the third round, that's someone who could potentially start for a team and you don't even get to play a snap. Terrence, what do you think about the implications of being a third round draft pick who doesn't even get to make the field? Not not even on special teams uh, for for a third round draft pick. Man, we just got honestly, let's put May out right on the hot seat. Like, oh, that's- let's put him in the boiler right now. At the end of the day, let's think about John Gruden, Mike Mayock, chopping block, bro. Yes, sir. (laughs) Think about their whole offseason. They got pretty much rid of the whole O-line. Just like, what are you doing, bro? Like, what are y'all doing? Like, are y'all running powder powder puff football down there? Josh Jacobs is going to run behind a bunch of ghosts, apparently. I don't know. Bro, they're going to have to get him 40 (laughs) touchdowns That's my running back, bro. (laughs) Bro. And it's crazy because he's good. So you're like, why would you not? have a line for him bro i don't understand what they're doing over there and i feel like mayotte is just another miss for him and it's just being honestly a bunch of misses past couple drives bunch of misses getting a b another miss like Dan- daniel how do you feel about something <laughs> like that uh happening miss where, after miss. where you're, a, you're you know a top three round draft pick you know coming out of clemson uh you're a linebacker something that the team desperately needed you know after losing someone like khalil mack how do you feel uh, being drafted that high and, and never even seeing the field once in your rookie contract? That's honestly just crazy to me because in my experience, you know, obviously I never played uh, college ball or nothing like that, but I've seen guys that play just completely different in a game time setting, you know, and the fact that they didn't give this man even a shot on the field is a little insane to me because somebody can, you know, mess up and practice all day long. But, you know, if they have what it takes on the field, you know, why not keep them? But, you know, I, I get that yeah, they were yeah. trying to make room for KJ Wright and, you know, he's back together with uh, his old defensive coordinator from Legion of Boom stuff but i i don't know man i they had to give him like more time. time they had to give him more time you gotta Dan, put him Dan, you I, gotta play I you, yeah i think you made you a great play. point regardless of how garbage I, and obviously like even with how much crap we give mike mayock and john gruden with that mess in las vegas <laughs> i feel like you at least like regardless of how bad this dude looked like you almost gotta owe yourself owe the team and the franchise like just throw them out there like for one play <laughs> You can't even give him one play, bro. Just like, see what it, happens. End, Kings, like, what end of the game. Oh, yeah. No, no. Go ahead, Daniel. Like, it, end of the game, you know, maybe you're Something. down like 20 points, you know, like there's no 
no real chance coming back. Goal line stand, see what he can do. You're telling me there wasn't one opportunity for this guy? Oh, yeah. (laughs) You're a third round (laughs) draft pick, bro. That's so sad. And it's it's crazy that you say that because it's like, okay, for a team that's not even making the playoffs, we don't even get our third round pick in the game. Not once. Like, for no reason, kickoff. Field we're not even making the game. We're not even making the playoffs or anything, Nick. We're not competitive, Nick. We're not even competitive. Yeah. And we're not putting our third round pick in the game. That's What's going on? Keith, what do you think? Like Daniel said, it's wild. But I got a like a, a different thought on what Daniel said. You know, like them not getting him in at all over this time. And him maybe being a bad practice player. And probably Terrence could say the same thing with playing in college. Bro, if you're playing bad in practice, like if I'm the other starter, I damn near don't want to play with you. Not like, you what? know, and I, I don't mean like you're playing bad. Like, like if it's a discipline thing, like, you know, like he's just late for practice or something, or he just does a drill however he wants to do it, but still finishes the drill. Now that's different. Now, if he just looks awful and it was a big miss and there's people out playing him for his position, like imagine Terrence is out playing me at receiver, but I'm starting or I'm projected to start. And he just went through the whole training camp, the offseason, doing way better than me. Like, and yep. it, he can leap me. Like, there's no way you would start me if Terrence is playing better, you know? Like, practice. I feel like this is the NFL, though. At this point, it's like. Everybody like should be good. Like, it is good. It's different. I feel like it's, it's like, even with me playing college ball and stuff like that, and I definitely get where you're coming from. But when it comes to, like, like I feel like you're at the highest level at this point. And you're investing such a high round draft pick, like you know, I feel like it's still kind of high because it's third round is still pretty high. Regardless of how it plays out, my opinion is this: so unless if it's like a severe discipline thing, and maybe he's got like the white privilege thing going on, where just no one fucking mentions the fact that this dude's showing up to practice late every day, like yeah. half ass and terrible diet, and that could be the case. The dude ran. And I'm just looking at his uh, his scouting right now. He ran a 4-4-40, had a 35-inch vert, and benched, uh, did the 225 20 times. So, like, inten- like just God-given ability, he yeah, had he's everything. Yeah. He had everything. So, like, there's to sh- me, it just blows my mind. How could you not just even give him a shot for – like, we're just asking for yeah, one. That's all, yeah, that's all we're saying pretty much. Is yeah, you, like, you could put him on kick winning games. At, at the end of the day, this falls back on Mike Mike Mayock and John Gruden. I mean, I know we love to beat them up here. They're like our punching bag. But, like, at the end of the day, there's no way you can convince me it's something other than that. Hey, ain't no way I'm paying my coach more money than all my players. I'm telling, <laughs> Stop. No, look, hear me out, hear me out. I'm telling you right now, bro, my high school coach, Coach D, he's like my other, like, father figure, bro. He said, I can give you guys all the tools – and put you where but you can't you go be, out there and play for you, but I can't play for you. Yeah. So you have to do it. So to me, like when you allude to like players, players and coaches, it's like 60% the players and like 40% coaching, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So as the GM, I ain't paying the coach that much money off the respect that I got <laughs> to the players, bro. It ain't happening. You know what I mean? Especially not yeah. the John Gruden, bro. No, but no, they got to put him out there, bro. Third round draft pick. You, if, he got to get reps. There's he, no way he's not getting reps. You can't even put him in for a snap or kick return or kickoff. Like, that's the real thing. Like, you could easily put that man on kickoff or kick return. Like, he's an athlete. And, yeah, and he's an athlete. So, you got to think, he runs a 4-4, bro. If you set him as a gunner on kickoff and he plays defense, he's getting there before everybody. 
Yeah. I mean, he could be a prime special teamer. Like, you look at somebody like who's been in the league, that's the only thing he's done. Like, Matthew Slater, he hasn't done anything else but play special teams. Like, People, you got I mean, guys. This dude had to be scared of the hitting pads if he, if he can't something. get Something. Like, bro, I'm like, you know, Adam, <laughs> Adam Thielen was on special teams in Minnesota and got to getting a starting job. Yeah. Just think about that. Like, people start at special teams in some cases. Yeah. John Harbaugh was a special team. Maybe he wasn't willing, and maybe they came to a mutual agreement behind the scenes. To I would have cut his ass like, earlier. I'm not getting no PT. I don't see any future here. Just let me fun, go. Fun fact, though, he did get picked up by Seattle. I don't know if he's going to be practice squad or on the actual roster, but he did get picked up. So Watch that. He about to turn the I'll be balls, bro. I'll be Listen, balls. Listen, he probably going to turn up. Watch. He's going to go <laughs> straight to him, starting linebacker. Watch. Hey, Bob Bobby Wagner needs a, needs a breather. He goes in there and just blows up somebody. Yo, I was start starting linebacker out there like <laughs> Deion Jones and um, Devin White running side on the side. Deion oh, Jones. That's fastball. Hey, hey. Bro, anyway, you know how fast it is as a linebacker? That means that's like insane. <laughs> those fast tight ends aren't burning you, bro. A running back out the back ain't about to leave you. And that means, yeah. like you said, like Deion Jones does for Atlanta and Devin White does for the Bucks. Bro, I'm getting all over the field with no problem. Yeah, Deion Jones, top five linebacker in the NFL. But anyway, we're moving on. So, all right. So, you know, that, that finishes up. <laughs> That finished up first. Yeah, we ain't, we ain't gonna go there. I ain't gonna go there. <laughs> I'm gonna gas my boys up all day. Oh, we got a couple. Well, I got some opportunities, so don't worry. So, um, so we're moving on to uh, we're moving on to halftime. So we're just gonna we're gonna leave the segment for we are open in the season. It is now week one of the NFL. Daniel, I'll let you open up, man. I know you're a diehard Bucks fan. Y'all coming off the Super Bowl win. Week one, y'all got the Cowgirls. Uh, so what we're gonna do is I just want to know. <laughs> Genuinely, how do you feel about this game? What do you think the implications are for your team? How are y'all going to prepare for this? Will there be some Super Bowl hangover? You know, let us know all your thoughts about uh, going into week one for the Buccaneers. All right. Well, so I'll preface this by saying, while I am probably the biggest Bucks fan around, I'm a realist. And I understand a lot of luck went into that Super Bowl run last year and a lot of things had to go right for us. You know what I mean? I respect you so much more for saying that. (laughs) I wanted to flame you. I won't lie. We we talk about this all the time at work. I got to pump the brakes now. Yeah. And so that being said, and knowing that the Bucks have a horrendous history on primetime football, like we have got to be, I don't know the actual stats on this, but I swear, I don't remember the last time we've won on primetime. It's horrible. I'll say this. My biggest memory of the Bucks on primetime was when Peyton Manning came back with four touchdowns, beating the Bucks <laughs> and on Monday Night Football. That was the craziest thing I ever saw in my life. Dude, shit, it, shit, disrespectful. It is a tale as old as time, bro. Like, oh, it, it pains me. So, and especially losing to teams that we shouldn't lose to, that's another Bucks specialty right there, man. Like, that and losing to um, – backup QBs bro so hopefully Dak stays healthy honestly because uh, (laughs) (laughs) but uh, you know I'm I'm excited to see what the season holds for the Bucks I'm excited to see if Tom Brady whips things into shape more than he did last year you know beginning of season was rough you know there's that famous uh gift circulating of Tom Brady slamming his helmet into the ground because the beginning of the season last year was rough for us and historically It always is. Oh, uh, we have Terrence. We have Terrence talking shit early. 
Uh, I ain't talking but, trash. You gotta play them. You played out week four. But how you gonna talk trash? Forgot it was fourth down. Uh, uh, yeah. How you gonna talk trash about your man? You got a jersey right behind him. Hey, that's that's my guy, man. That's my guy. <laughs> that's my guy. All right, all right. Uh, one more. All right. So one more question for you, Daniel. So what? Just give us a quick prediction if you could throw a score out there for us. I know it's tough, but if you had a and you could be biased, don't be biased. I don't care. What do you genuinely think is the outlook for that Thursday night game? Um, man, I'm thinking. Honestly, I'm thinking 31 to 28. And I, I think Ooh, it's going to be I think crazy. In favor I was of the thinking Bucks. 31 27. In favor <laughs> of the Bucks. Listen, Pops, we'll get to you in a second. <laughs> That's crazy. Just because, you know, it, it's crazy the way that everybody talks up our defense. Like the Bucks' defense is so good. It's amazing. But they don't mention there are glaring holes in our defense. Secondary. Like our secondary is atrocious. We gave. More deep shots up last season, I think, than any other team. Like we were horrible about that. The only redeeming quality is our front seven is just ridiculous. Yeah, you know? yeah, I, I think it was crazy. Yeah, I think <laughs> the biggest downfall for y'all might actually be your front seven. And I know that sounds weird because this everyone remembers the Super Bowl and the you know the absolute mayhem you're able to wreak on uh, you know Patrick Mahomes, who's their apparent to the, to the best quarterback in the NFL. But I mean, the fact that they had no O-line, everyone kind of forgot that your secondary wasn't as great as a lot of the other top secondaries. But I, yeah. I mean, I agree with you. Honestly, I think y'all win week one. Uh, Terrence, you know, you kind of let us uh, know your your thoughts on it. So <laughs> give, give us your, uh, you know, that's that's your boy, uh, Tom Brady. What, what are yeah, we so for at, at week one? I got them coming up and getting a dub week one. I got a 31-27. And I was going back and forth on this just for the simple fact I was like, Either the Cowboys are going to get drugged or it's going to be a really close game. So I was like, let me just go with the close game. Just for the simple fact that it's week one, so it's still early on, still a lot of kinks, still a lot of things that need to, you know, get together. And just like you said, I feel like, just like you pointed out, the the Bucks' defense is, is good, but the secondary, secondary isn't that good. Cowboys bring a potent offense. So it's definitely going to exactly. get tested. And, you know, if their O line can turn the clock back a little bit, where they was just dominant, you know, two three years ago, I mean, granted, Zach Martin is going to be missing this game. So, well, yeah, I think he did. They he say potentially, he's play? they said he tests negative. They put him on the plane. So yeah, they so said he he's going to play potentially. I think. Yeah, oh, it, it got a real thin air on it. Like it did test negative twice. They put him on the plane to fly that day. You know, yeah, they watched that Super Bowl. They said we need every offense. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Or oh, are you still going here? No, no, you, no, you go. Oh, okay, you go ahead, uh, Marquise. I like how Daniel brought up because me and him always talk about the DVs and everything, and then how Todd Bowles and the defense realized. I think it was like what week six they realized, hey, we got to dial back the blitz because they were blitzing the house damn near. Oh my and, gosh! And getting routed by everybody, bro. Justin Herbert lit him up. Tyreek Hill was throwing up peace signs like. The crazy thing about it is I don't think that Cowboys defense is going to do anything remotely special, not a damn thing, but I feel like the cornerbacks for the Bucks are so suspect. And then I forget, one of the cornerbacks, I think it was Carlson Davis or maybe it was Murphy Budding Jr. or whatever that tweeted that playing nickel corner is hard, and it is fucking hard. Don't get me wrong. But it's also, if you're not that good of a corner, like they, I think those cornerbacks know they're the liability on that defense. 
Yeah. Like nobody else's liability. They're the liability. I just feel like it's bad to go up against a potent offense, like you were saying, Nick, and y'all are the liability. So then that is an issue right there. Off Especially the in today's NFL. Exactly. And you got to think, a lot of people are saying Zeke is going to look healthy. So say Martin doesn't play. If Zeke's out there eating, like what, 2000, what was it, 17, 16 Zeke? That's a problem. Like he's going to get off him alone, but I still – I want to see the, the Bucks route them like 40 to zero. I know that ain't. Oh my happen. God. No, give an actual prediction. What do you think? Oh. You think 40 to zero? What do you think? I wish, but I'm going to be, <laughs> I'm going to be a little honest. I'm going to go 36 to 17. Dang. All right. So I'll be honest with you, Keith. Me and you are pretty close. So I got it 35 to 14. So what I think is going to be is the, the, I think the Cowboys are going to come out hot, you know, get everybody viewing the game. Everyone, all the Cowboys nation is going to be talking junk by halftime. It's going to start looking like a Falcons game. He's got the whole game plan. (laughs) Listen, listen, because this is what I think. I I genuinely think Todd Bowles is a a defensive coordinator genius. You know, I think that he's got everything kind of planned out for it. He he understands, you know, I don't think the Bucs are a stupid organization. I think they understand what their strengths and weaknesses are on defense. And like you said, at the first half of the year, they thought, all right, let's just – they knew that their cornerbacks were kind of lacking, so they just blitzed all out all the time. But then they started to realize, you know, we have some decent coverage linebackers as well. As well. Started dropping some people back into coverage, mixing it up on defense to, to offset what offenses were bringing to them, and obviously it worked out. They won the Super Bowl. And they realized got, they, were, they were getting cooked. But, yeah, keep going. They were. Do I think – we're going to say like you just said, Justin Herbert, a rookie, was able to look like a monster. Let, uh, let's let's be honest. They best coverage linebackers, Devontae David. I think they this, just well, that's what I'm saying yeah. is like they have people who can. I'm not saying they're like the best coverage linebackers, but they know yeah. what their strengths and weaknesses are. Oh, so my yeah, guess sure. is in the first half, they might get cooked a little bit. You know, at halftime might be like 14-14, and then I think the Bucks are going to take off in the second half. Hey, wild point, Nick, before you keep us rolling. Y'all want to hear what Amari Cooper said? All right. Oh, the best He said, let me get this. I had took a screenshot. He's going to get four catches for 27 yards. Right. (laughs) He said, I think I'm the best receiver in the league. Do I think I'm the best? Yes. Have I proven it? I wouldn't say I have. Top 37. Anyway. Interestingly enough, if you look at his stats, them shits is actually kind of wild. No, he's not. No, he, he's nice. He's, he's nice. honestly one of the most underrated. I feel bad for him because you know he had those years with the Raiders and then and produced the though. He produced yeah, with the Raiders. That's what I'm saying. So, he he looked great when he when he had opportunities, but he's always been in a situation where he, he didn't get to shine. He just ain't top five because them dudes above him, bro. Oh no, nah, like, definitely not top five. He top yeah. five in route running for sure. But if you yeah, talk yeah, about running, catch, yeah. that video about, just came out where he diced somebody to pieces. Oh, I don't know who it was. Oh my you goodness. Ta- you talk yeah, about catching sharp. Yeah, sharp, you're talking, yeah, you're talking about catching the ball though, and everything else. Like that's where I think he falls off a little bit. I also think it's a mindset thing. You know, we, you know, uh, RIP to Kobe, but I mean, I don't think he's got like that Kobe mentality. And I, I don't mean to cast aspersions on people. I hope Amari Cooper has a great year. I really just hate the Cowboys fans, but um, <laughs> I mean, I there's you know there's like that we and I'll be biased. You know, we talk about Julio going up and just beast mode people. I don't know if he's really got that in him, but his route running is ridiculous. Yeah, he can get open. He can create space. Yeah. That's his game. His game is you know create separation. So. All right, so Terrence, I'll let you start off with this one. So we'll move on to uh, third and five. You know, so obviously we got week one coming. So we'll get into the rest of the matchups. 
one of the most interesting things, and I don't know if it's happened before, maybe it has, but the last three starters for Alabama are going to be starting week one. You know, everyone gives Alabama shit for not producing quarterbacks, even though they can produce pretty much everything else as NFL talent. But you got Tua, Mac Jones, and Jalen Hurts starting week one. And Tua versus Mac Jones is the week one matchup. How do you feel about, one, your team being the uh, matchup? And uh, I think we have some technical difficulties with Keys. Um, But how do you feel about your quarterback going up against his former, you know, predecessor, uh, in week one. Listen, I'm excited to see this. Not even gonna lie to you. I'm excited. And all I'm gonna say is so far I was right about Matt. That's all I just had to get that out of there. Keith's not on here to hear me say that right now. I'm so mad Keith just got cut out. He said he, he look, ladies and gentlemen, Keith will be back in just a second. He had a little quick cutout in his uh in his uh service, but you know, he'll be back. But keep going, Terrence. And the man himself right here, my friend Dane. He's been listening to the pod, so he knows what I've been saying this whole time about Mac Jones. Oh, and I know, I know. <laughs> Daniel, you better have some heat for him. All I'm going to say is, he, you know, he took the job from Cam. Let's keep, it, let's keep it real. He took the job from Cam. He earned it. I feel like he came in, he can do, he came in as advertised. Like, like y'all want to say, oh, he was only accurate because he had superstar receivers. Okay, Tua had the same receivers. Jalen Hurts had the same people, so... Why don't y'all flaming them for that? No, no, I'll be fair to you. That's a fair point. But I've okay. been hypercritical okay. of both Jalen Hurts. And I'll just speak for myself. I've been hyper, hypercritical of both Jalen Hurts and uh, Tua. The other thing I will say, too, is Jalen had to transfer out of Alabama and go to Oklahoma and still put up same numbers. That's the only reason why I kind of give him. He put up better numbers in Oklahoma. I feel that's like what I'm saying. I'll give him benefit, benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Now, granted, he's not playing the same defenses as the SEC. But oh, um, definitely not. <laughs> yeah, less weapons also, for sure. And then he also got drafted into the worst situation of all time in Philadelphia. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah um, he did. But Daniel, how do you feel about uh, the the fact that Alabama's created somewhat of a quarterback dynasty, and can they kind of lift that curse of producing everything but quarterback talent? Uh, and how do you feel about w- what those quarterbacks will do? Plus the you know the two versus Mac Jones matchup. Uh, honestly, this is so crazy to me that like you know. You look at the list of Alabama quarterbacks in, you know, the past 10 years, and they they all almost ended up being bust. I mean, the closest thing to a not bust is A.J. McCarron, and it's crazy that we have a span of three quarterbacks that are starting in the NFL, all from Alabama at the same time, you know? And uh, one of the things when I was looking over the notes to this is, like, I still feel like Tua has – just as much to prove as Mac Jones in this showdown. You know, he came in late and he's still fumbling a little bit, not like literally, but he's still fumbling around trying to, you know, get his foot in the NFL right now. So I, I think this is his official welcome to the NFL. Let's get started. You know, this is your team now. What can you do? And I I couldn't be more hyped. Like this is an awesome showdown to have week one. Oh, it and, is. I'm excited to see it. As far as the Mac Jones, I will concede that most of the time I kind of bought into the hype of Mac Jones and I was kind of with Terrence, but I'm not with them having him replace Cam so early. Like, just how can you tell that this guy is going to be your guy so early? Like, we're not even into the regular season yet. Like, 
you cut Cam Newton in preseason, dude? Like, yeah, it was crazy. It was definitely a, a big bold move for me. The the way that I'm like comprehending it is the potential with Mac Jones is way bigger than with Cam, and it's something that. I feel like Josh McDaniels has been used to for 20 years because you can run that same type of offense with Mac Jones. Mac Jones is going to be able to make those airtight throws. He's going to be able to change up the play at the line, be able to read the defense. Um, and he functions well much, within the system. Yeah, I feel like I'm not like I said. I'm not comparing him to Tom Brady, but it's like you can plug in. A he's the game manager quarterback. Similar. Yeah, so now I'll step in. So this is where I feel like why Mac Jones and I'll, I'll admit my where I was wrong about Mac Jones. So one, he was at Alabama where he could be the game manager type where you had Najee Harris in the backfield. You had Devontae Smith. You had Jalen Waddle and Terrence. You are right. Yes, he was able to throw. Like we said, you know, he was able to throw to wide open guys because they were crazy. Um, but at the end of the day, Bill Belichick has kind of developed a system for regardless of how you feel about Tom Brady, people have a negative connotation with the word game manager, but let's be honest, Tom Brady's literally the greatest game manager there's ever been. And I don't mean that in a bad way. As much as I hate the guy, he's one of the greatest quarterbacks <laughs> of all time. And it's game manager is not a bad thing. He doesn't make mistakes. He makes the right throws. He puts his team in position to win. He knows how to run the offense. He knows it like the back of his hand. Those are not bad things. And I think Mac Jones has a lot of those qualities. Now, I do ad- agree with Daniel where it's like the Cam Newton pickup was just kind of like, all right, well, we lost Tom, and Cam was the best quarterback available at that point in time. But the, the pickup never really made sense. But I don't really know if it feels that great to have Mac Jones be like, hey, by the way, you're going to be our week one starter, and you're replacing a former Super Bowl quarterback, a former MVP, no pressure. But, so yeah. the, th- the thing with that is – the way that I'm looking at it is Mac has been on this. He's, he's had great momentum. Yeah. So if you see that he's ready to play, we're just going to go along for the ride this year. Like he's going to like, like they say about Mac so far, like, okay, he might go out and practice one period. He might make that mistake, but then he won't ever make it again. Right. So yeah. for somebody that's on such good momentum at this point right now, and they feel like he's ready to just take the reins. I feel like the reason they cut Cam was to eliminate any kind of distractions. Because at the end of the day, like you said, Cam is a former MVP, former obviously went to the Super Bowl. So to eliminate any, oh, Matt threw an interception, here's Cam right here. Like, hey, coach. Yeah, they, they obviously got to see something. To eliminate, to eliminate any kind of distraction, because at the end of the day, you're going to have Cam who still has something to prove, right? If, you know, things are not, let's say, going right for a little while or however it might be with Matt, you always yeah. got Cam that's, obviously going to be trying to play or it's going to be some kind of, it's going to be attention to that for sure. From the media, from everyone saying, Hey, Matt Jones didn't look good this week. Why didn't they put Cam in or, you know, whatever the, you know, the narrative might be. So I feel like to eliminate all of that distraction, I feel like they gave the reins to Matt and say, here, this is your team. You know, you're the franchise guy. We're going to ride with you to the wheels fall off. That's how I'm looking. All right. Oh, he's back. Yeah, so what you got to say about that, Dan? I know all right, so, Nick sorry. the heir apparent, yeah. we got uh, we got Marquise back in the building. You know, Marquise, just to catch you up really quick, we've been talking about the whole – the stigma with Alabama on how they can never produce a good quarterback, but this is the first time, you know, in week one, they got three starters. The last three starters for Alabama 
uh, who all won championships, Jalen Hurts, Tua, and Mac Jones, and the fact that Tua and Mac Jones are playing week one. How do we feel about that? What does that mean for Alabama? And also to give, you know, Terrence a little credit, he's kind of, you know, hyped up Mac Jones. And so far, Mac Jones has lived up to it. How do you feel about all that? All right, I just want to say sorry to the listeners and you guys. Internet just went out. Don't know why. Spectrum out here tripping. But uh, <laughs> to the topic of the quarterbacks on Alabama, I would just like to say this first about Alabama. People bring up, like, you know, their quarterbacks don't produce and stuff. A lot of times their starters don't start until their junior senior year. I don't know if people realize that. Like, these dudes, they have so much talent at other positions that they don't start the guys right away which I don't think is bad, you know, because it lets them, like, actually learn, like, fully the system, the scheme of things, and, like, you know, be more knowledgeable and everything else going around. But the other point to that is they really don't produce quarterbacks, which is weird enough. But I think it's because you need your quarterback to be starting more than just one year in some situations. You know what you know? I think, though, Keith, too, about the whole Alabama stigma thing is that when you get a player from Alabama – Oh, he's ready. Selling- their, yeah, their ceiling isn't as high as, as someone else that you get because they're pretty much pro-ready. So the player that you see at Bama is pretty much the player. You're saying, yeah, the NFL. Yeah, yeah, you know this is going to translate to the field. <laughs> yeah, you're not getting no raw talent. Like, Colin Ridley is a big pointer to that. Like, you see him, and you see him, like, years down the line, he was been ready. Like, even he was producing alongside Julio. Who, it's who crazy. Are who are you talking about, Keith? Oh, you, you know, <laughs> you know <laughs> who Shut up, shut up. You know who you're talking All about. Pro. Yeah, all pro. But the thing Amari is, like, Cooper too. yeah, Amari Amari Cooper. we're not talking about Amari Cooper right now. We're talking wait, about wait, Ridley. Let me go. Let me go. Let me go. You, Amari, <laughs> Amari went and he was already the alpha in his situation, right? But you got to think, uh, Calvin was behind. He got to learn with Julio and he went to Alabama and he got to stay like close to home. So, all that, like, I just think it benefits with the quarterback situation, though. I think it's it faults those dudes that they don't get to start all three years. Now, I feel yeah. like that's the problem in that position specifically because I feel like if those dudes could play out the gate day one, you know, what if Mac Jones would have got more reps other yeah, than his just, four years, right? just his one year? You know what I'm saying, Terrence? Like, granted, he did do good in the preseason, but I don't give a fuck about the preseason because let's be, <laughs> let's be honest, you either going against scout team or you going against some dudes that might not even make the roster. But in yep. his defense, he did look real good. He's accurate. But practice too now. Look really yeah. good in practice. Yeah, it's just a fault. Xavier all- Howard does look pretty good unless he's lined up against. Yeah, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. It's just a, it's just a fault for all those quarterbacks. I hey, feel Nelson like. Aguilar burnt them last year too for the with the Raiders. We're not worried about Nelson Aguilar. Get out of here. <laughs> anyway, all right. So moving on to the last one for third and five. Keith, I'll let you start off with this. You know, Action Jackson, Lamar Jackson in his second Monday Night Football game. You know, set the record for a debut, five touchdowns in his uh, first game. What do we expect out of him uh, this this go around uh, for his uh, Monday night football prowess? Jit about to embarrass the Raiders, but uh, oh, that's that's an honest <laughs> take oh, yeah. right there. He's gonna embarrass the Raiders, but that's the thing the is, he's gonna he's gonna shine. I'm really nervous to see what this. I don't really even care because I know Gus the Bus is gonna do his thing. The defense is gonna do their thing. I want to see what this pass rush is gonna look like, and I'm nervous about the offensive line because we moved so many pieces. I honestly, I know we got rid of London Brown and got that extra pick, sending him to KC, but he wasn't even going to hold out. You know what I mean? So, like, in all reality, I would have preferred to have him. And then, you know, we added Sammy and then we had Bateman and then we just rolled with that at receivers because I felt like we didn't revamp that crazy. Like, it wasn't super insane, you know? So, that's going to be the real test. But in all honesty, I would have just rolled with Orlando Brown this year 
and the draft pick we had because he wasn't going to hold out. You know, we drafted him because his dad played here, you know. All right, but all right. Action Jackson balling for sure. Action Jackson. Oh, he, he going for 250 <laughs> plus throwing a ball. He throwing three. We got, we got straight up predictions. All right. Oh, uh, Terrence. What, hey, what no, wait, wait. I, I ain't even. I oh. ain't done. It's my time. <laughs> he's going for, for 30 Just seconds. For now he's, he runs he's, going, he's going 13 for 28, 140 <laughs> yards, two picks, one touchdown, and three fumbles. But anyway, keep going. <laughs> Stop playing with oh. my man. My man. Oh, my going, God. Oh, no. He's going 250 yards throwing the ball. He's going to get two touchdowns throwing. He's putting one up on the ground, and then he's rushing for probably 65 yards. That's cute. So he, he on y'all ass. I like so it. Think, you think it's right, a game? Honestly, I like that. Yes, I, I mean, we know he's going to do his thing. That's not the question. With this game, I'm more so worried about the Raiders. I want to see what they're going to do. End of the day. <laughs> end of the day, listen. I hate you for saying that because I wanted to say that too. They're in the division with Denver. Denver. The Chargers and the Chiefs, they can easily come in last in that division. Like easily, easily like four and thirteen, bro. Like that's not e- the realm of reality. Bro, easily they are. come in last. <laughs> so <laughs> we know, we know what we're gonna get out of Lamar Jackson. He's dynamic. So like, no they, question about it. We know he's gonna go out there. He's like gonna they're about sign. to be in the in the lottery picks, bro. Oh, they not listen, winning in that division. <laughs> the Raiders. Hey, listen, y'all might be playing Tyler Huntley uh, on Monday. <laughs> Tyler Huntley might be playing. <laughs> Listen, the way it's looking for them, Tyler Huntley might get in the game. <laughs> so RB we know Lamar Jackson gonna do his thing. They're gonna run a score up on the Raiders. I just want to see what they're gonna do. <laughs> yeah. Daniel, how do you feel about uh the first uh Monday night football game? Oh boy, we are gonna see some explosive plays. Like that Raiders defense is just gonna get walked all over, man. Like <laughs> You look at their stats, dude. Last year, they were 30th of 32 for points against, averaging 30 points a game, bro. Like, oh, no. Like, it's not going to be a good time for them. But John Gruden had that juggernaut in Tampa, bro. He built them from the ground up. Tony Dungy, forget Monty Kevin, right? It's crazy. They got a top 10 offense. Like, last year, it was top 10. Yeah, and then they're gonna go against a top defense, so that's gonna be null and void on their offense, you know. Yeah, for sure. They were tenth of thirty-two <laughs> on points for last year, and the Ravens are second of thirty-two on points. And then they're not gonna be able to stop y'all. Oh no, y'all gonna be able to get stops, and then they're not gonna be able to stop y'all. So it's like, yeah, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> no, I'm gonna see I, the ball honestly, move down the field one direction yeah. all game. Mar- hey, Marquise Brown, Marquise Brown, if he play, he going a hundred yards. And he probably catches them two tubs. Hey, listen, is Rashad Bateman playing or he's still hurt? Uh, he's still hurt, bro. Don't even get me started there. I was excited to see him. I'm ready to see him. Me too. So who knows? We probably ain't seen him for like six weeks. Hey, that was, that was a good game to come out. If he won't hurt, it was a good game for him to get his feet wet. They're, they're another team, no joke. I think the first quarter is going to look interesting. Like the final score at the first quarter will be like, you know, like 13 or like 10 to 7. Like the the Ravens will be up, and like the Raiders will have one good drive where everyone's like, "All right, we got this." Then after that, the, the wheels will start falling off. And it's oh gonna, yeah, definitely. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be a good. it's gonna be a good game to see what that offensive line look like. Yeah. That's gonna be the real test because I feel like even if they play bad, Lamar gonna get the Raider the Ravens the win. Between the yeah. defense and Lamar, they are gonna get the win. But it's just a matter of how is, yeah. fluent the offense is gonna look. And it is every given Sunday. I mean, on some wild chance, if the Raiders won, I wouldn't be like super shocked, but like. 
At the end of the day, there's no way the Ravens should lose this game. We oh, I'm a peace. homer. I'm going to be shot. Them motherfuckers <laughs> lose Monday night. Keith, you better not even get on the podcast next Tuesday if y'all lose. That's all hey, I'm going to say. He's burning Aaron, the jerseys. <laughs> I, oh, I ain't burning shit. This costs money. <laughs> <laughs> all I'm, I'm saying is if y'all lose, yo. do not show up on the podcast next week. Boy, they lose. My boy Nas out and watch. He a big Ravens fan. He ain't going to let me live it down at Ever. all. Yep. Or oh, listen. All right, so, oh, yeah. So moving on yeah. to uh, fourth quarter. So, you know, it's week, it's week one. We've been waiting for these types of things. You know, we've been talking a lot about news, talking about the draft, talking about OTAs, preseason, everything. We, there's so much we're moving forward. We can actually talk real football and, and uh, you know, measurables. Uh, so going into the first thing, who do we think will be the offensive player of the week? Uh, Keith, so I'll let you start off with this one. Hey, I know y'all probably going to say this is a little wild, but I'm going to go Kyler Murray. Look, check me out. Hear me out. Against that Tennessee I'm defense. I'm mad. I'm mad that you said that because that was my pick too. Oh, okay, okay. All right. Well, I, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll dive into it for both of us. He's going okay. against that Tennessee defense. Caleb Farley, the rookie, you know, he – he he's going to get toasted. He said, he, want, he said if your route's like that, holler at him. Well, D-hop. <laughs> About to haul at him, bro. We're about so. to see. You got two. You don't even who we go against, bro. Can't cover them both, bro. Pick his poison. D Hop, AJ Green, Rondell Moore, Christian Kirk. Who, who you want? Who you want? So it that back to the point of him being offense player. You Jick about to have a field day, and he kind of gets off with running the ball, looking like a badass kid running away. <laughs> I just think hey, geez, that, fix might as well just come on and play this week, bro. He'll it, cook him too. <laughs> I just, I just think, bro, like how. They line up in the secondary with those weapons. He already got a good connection with Newt. Newt done caught the ball over three people for a game winner. Like, that's, you think, that's insane. <laughs> the only thing that they got going is that Tennessee could possibly win the game because the Cardinals, hey, offense. Ain't, got, the, the Cardinals ain't got no corners either. So they going yeah, they got corners. <laughs> they, they rocking offensive wide receiver power against each other. They front seven is decent, though. It's decent. I didn't say it was good. I said it was decent. Yeah, good enough to stop Derrick Henry. We ain't gonna get this uh, JJ Watt going. Yeah. All right, D- Daniel, who do you who do you have for your uh, offensive player week one? Better not be nobody on the books. Oh, it's not. But oh, I'm gonna make oh, somebody okay, else okay. feel happy on this podcast. You ready for this? You gonna go, Kyle? Pitts. Offensive player of the week, Kyle Pitts. Dude, what? Y'all got both of man. I'm <laughs> crazy tonight. Yo, Kyle Pitts. I mean, we all know. You know, Matt Ryan, as much as, uh, you know, Nick rags on the man, he gets into shootouts all the time. He slings that rock all game. And who better to throw it to than yeah, Kyle Yeah, well, when you come into the league with Roddy White, Tony Gonzalez, Julio Jones, Devontae Freeman, Tevin Coleman, Austin <laughs> Hooper, uh, Kyle Pitts now. You're going to throw Calvin the ball. Ridley. Bro, That's put me saying. in at quarterback. I'll get some <laughs> We're about to see Kyle Pitts put up two tubs, 300 <laughs> yeah. yards. You, you know the crazy shit? They ain't nobody on the Eagles matched up with them. Like, Darius Slate can't even that go. one, bro. No Bro, Darius Slate can't be like, all right, I'm going to guard him because he got to go guard Calvin Ridley. We're about to. Right. Y'all think I'm crazy. We're going to have – not because I think we'll play good in the playoffs. We'll lose in the wild card round. Eagles trash, though. We will win so many games and shock people because of how easy our schedule is. We play Jacksonville, New York Jets. We play the whole NFC. Did you East. out your damn mind? 
Bro, get out of here. Anyway, bro, look, Daniel, think about it. Facts. Hold on, wait, wait. Daniel, Daniel, hold on. Daniel's <laughs> speaking facts. This is our guest. Oh, uh, no, no, no. Polite. I want to hear what Keys has to say. Bro, look I've at been hyping up my boy bro. too much. <laughs> I, I think, and I hope Kyle Pitts does great, right? But, Nick, for y'all to make the playoffs, a lot of shit got to happen. Y'all <laughs> need to- look, check me out. That's We're gotta- playing Pop Warner teams, bro. <laughs> That schedule can be easy, right? But at some point, you're going to go against someone that got offensive power, too, and y'all defense going to have to stop. I'm telling you, we'll lose the first round of the playoffs. I got, Bro, I the NFC West got three teams that going to make the playoffs. You think so they're killing each other week after week versus us playing SpongeBob's workout crew? Bro, I promise you, it ain't going to work like that, bro. Bro, they gotta murder each other in the NFC West. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I agree. Whole time. Three out of four of those teams definitively, no questions asked, better than us. Exactly, and the but Bucks they gotta play y'all, each other every week. The we Bucks don't gotta taking, play them every week. The Bucks taking y'all playoff spot, right? One hundred percent. Okay, boom, no we got less. that answered. No problem there, right? Yep. The issue is y'all defense and then Carolina we play is all. Wait, the wait, 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 because he throws wait. the defense or offense ball never hits. The <laughs> Look, check me out before you get on. <laughs> hey, don't be, don't. Hey, we, yeah, we, we, what we not gonna do is disrespect Jameis because let's be honest, I'm a Noles fan, bro. Look, yeah, let's say he's disrespecting his own man here. Yeah, yeah, you is disrespecting your man. But look, if Jameis even holds the ship steady and get Mike Thomas back after six weeks, they're gonna be nice. Okay, so they're gonna get so, that man Terminator eyes. I don't care. Yeah, wait. All right, so <laughs> we already there. But is y'all about to beat Carolina out to to be the top team? With Sam, I'm seeing Ghost Darnold. Absolutely, it don't matter. Look who got who gonna catch the ball. Who? Uh, Glassbone. Christian, Christian McCaffrey, McCaffrey about to get. Okay, wait. That don't even matter. DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, Anderson Terrence. They Marshall got Terrence Marshall. Okay, I mean, and I'm and this is what I told y'all before. And they got JC. They got corners, bro. The, y'all the, don't have. We a might give up forty corner. points a game, but we're also scoring forty five a game. No, you not. <laughs> who's matching with us? Who's matching up with us? I mean, that's serious. They got. Y'all yeah, gonna have to run the ball at some point. Y'all yeah. only got Mike Davis. Mike Davis? Are you Wait, talking about look, baby Dan Henry? Bro, he better get hurt. Bro, he better they got, get hurt. The Carolina has <laughs> legit agree. three people on defense to like. Three. They got. We're three. talking about three defenders. No, we got look, Deion got, Jones. We got Grady Jarrett. We got no, a, you not a Lewis. Is Deion Jones? Is Deion Jones gonna go cover Robbie Anderson in the slot? I don't fucking think so. Probably not. But I mean, okay, then let's be honest. Who's covering, <laughs> who's covering Kyle Ridley? Who's covering, who's covering Kyle, 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 Kyle? They got, Kyle Dante they got, they got J.C. Moore and Dante yards. Johnson and then Jeremy Chin at safety. They yeah, got Jeremy three Chin people. 11 wins, I told you. That can play. Y'all don't got to... no secondary. That's 11 wins. I want to hear it. Bro, the Bucks have people. Yo, like, the Bucks have a secondary they can kind of piece together. Y'all can't. We're not even talking piece. about the Bucks. We're gonna get lose. No, by we is because y'all lose can't. Third by thirty each game. That's cool. That's two losses. I got five more. To go. <laughs> I think a fact that we're ignoring here is that the back half of the Falcons' schedule is insanely tough. You got Saints, Bills, 49ers, Bucks. Like who you being, bro? Yeah, what we lose saying? all four of those games. No question. <laughs> so that's four. We losses, all right? know that's four. The Falcons the Bucks the first the time. We beat Carolina both times. You telling me we don't we don't beat Jacksonville? You telling me we don't beat the Jets? Then we got I think we got Denver, bro. We got like a stupid easy schedule. Yeah, you're we'll not gonna be. I bet you. I bet you you playoffs. won't beat the Giants. Every- you ain't gonna beat <laughs> the football the team. You're not gonna beat the Giants. <laughs> Say that again with a straight face. <laughs> Say that again with a straight face. 
you ain't you not beating the football team. Look at my face. I'm you not beating Yo, the football team. Weak. Do you think? Hold on. Let's be honest. Do you think you beat the football team? Yeah. Out oh, to rabbit ass. They can't score. They can't score with us. What you they mean? They got Scary Terry I, and Curtis. I don't Samuels. know if you know this, but Who regardless you gonna of how cover? good defense is, unless you put points on the board, you can't win. Okay, tell that to the, the last couple teams that won championships. Are you talking about the Bucks when they had uh, no? Daniel be Fender honest. Ears. Talk to talk to Daniel the last Fender couple Ears. teams that won championships. Okay, the Kansas City <laughs> Chiefs, the great one of the greatest offenses of all time, and then the Bucks who had to play against uh, a napkin Ter- of an off- Terrence, offensive line. Terrence, didn't your defense have to show up after they <laughs> let up all those points to Nick? Sorry, ass Falcons. Yeah, y'all had to score true. unlimited points. Against yeah, one of the greatest offenses of all time. Y'all, y'all won't beat the, the Dolphins. Y'all will split with the – look, check me out. Y'all won't beat the Dolphins. You're going to split with the Panthers. You're going to no. lose to the Saints. Maybe. Hell, you might lose to the Cowboys because you can't cover nobody. <laughs> if if Mac so Jones if Mac Jones walk you down, which with them corners, that's going to happen. Terrence, they got we're three... going to put money on that game because we're going to mollywop you. I wouldn't put nothing on that, that game. Okay? Even in this. He's just like, whoa. Oh, I'm shooting everywhere. I don't aim. I close my eyes and shoot. Oh, look, this is virtual. So, so the fans can see this. We put money on that. Yes, sir. Are y'all, <laughs> I'll buy, hey, being dead serious. If we lose, I'll buy your your uh, newborn daughter. I'll buy her some Four kind of cases gift. of diapers. Four di- cases, di- Terrence. Four? Bro, you trying yeah. to put me bankrupt, bro. You're no, talking about you, 12 grand. You, you, in the talking that, you talking that hot shit? I'll Put buy your one money where your mouth is. Or a toy. What do you want? <laughs> no, two cases. Play school, two play two cool, cases. Bro. Hey, no, Terrence, doing two Tell cases of diapers. Has, bro. <laughs> no, no. Fuck what you talk about. Two cases of diapers, you'll go four cases of beers. Now you're speaking my language. <laughs> and you can't hold them. You got to get the newborn and the one month. You can't go the same month shit. Yeah, no, no. Hey. I, I will literally hook you up. If y'all beat us, I'll hook you up. And hey, we, we, we can get the terms together. We can get the uh, terms well, together. Well, terms and agreement. We got to be on Twitter for the followers. Anyway, we got off we got off topic. So we do got to put that on Twitter. <laughs> so we, we got we got Marquise had Kyle Murray. I apologize, Terrence. We got off on a tangent there. Daniel, you had Kyle Pitts. Terrence, who's your offensive player of the week? Week one. Better not. Say well, well, a rinse here. Nope, I didn't. I went Jimmy G. <laughs> Oh, because they're going yeah, against geez. the Lions. Yeah, I was like, listen, if you know, he's going to go out there and put up some numbers. You know, Jeff Jeff Akuda going to pick him off once. I'm betting on it, bro. <laughs> oh, I'm betting on it. Look at my face. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's poised to go out there and put up great numbers. I mean, he got Mostert back. He got Ayuk, Debo Samuel, Kittle. I mean, man got weapons. So, there ain't no reason for him not to go out there against these. I mean, they should be middle school dang there, sorry yeah. as it is. So, honestly, they should go out there and put up some great numbers. I don't know if it's going to be him passing the ball or if it's going to be Moster running the ball. So, it could be either one of them. Probably. Oh, Moster got off in the NFC, what, championship game? Boy, 200. Oh, I'm so proud of you, Marquise, for not saying moisture there. I've been listening to you say yeah. Moister. Hey, he's been having a seizure. <laughs> hey, who's the running back that just got hurt oh from Jacksonville? Watch this one. Who's the running back that just got hurt from Jacksonville? Travis, Travis Anthony. Anthony. Oh, no. <laughs> it's three letters, bro. E-T-N. Just say it like that. E-T-N, bro. It's so easy. Travis E-T-N. E-T-N. Just oh, my God. Bro, you know, you know, oh you know why I can't say it because the way it looks just Anthony not, it does not. Bro, he's talking about like Antamin cakes, bro. You, <laughs> you mess his name up every time. Yeah, your it's brain's so in the fucking. 
and and the dessert is so funny. <laughs> I'm worried. You haven't about said his name right one time. The Bro, first time. I'm worried about school too much. Uh, <laughs> hey. <laughs> All right, we'll go on to defensive ones. Terrence, you know, we just left off on you on uh, – oh, shoot. I can't even say my offense because my original one was Kyler Murray. Then I was actually going to go with Calvin Ridley, but just to, you know, get off of that really quick. You know what? I'll throw one out there. Uh, I'll go Baker Mayfield because uh, as much as I hate on the guy – listen, bro, they, they got to play Kansas City. In they got to play the Chiefs, yeah. Yeah, this, this defense is suspect. All the hype will be on what is Patrick Mahomes going to do. If he puts up crazy numbers and this is his – his year to prove himself, I could see him having a big week one. Hey, you know? fun fact, they got in a shootout in college where they both put up like that's what I'm saying. Yards. And that'll be this game. Yeah. I don't I even though the, the Browns have a great the Browns might upset Kansas City week one because the Browns uh they might know, it's a home game for Kansas City. But if we think about roster top to bottom, I was talking about this at work earlier. It's it's not gonna be that big of a deal if they lose to Kansas City. But it'll but be a they, way bigger deal if, if they win. If they win and all those yeah. additions, all those additions they added, because you gotta same. think, if one linebacker turns around last year, they're they're in the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Had if one linebacker turns around, they're in the Super Bowl. So you got to look like me scrambling, bro. And he's old, so they added Clowney. They got John Johnson the third, <laughs> Troy Hill out here trying to fight Sterling Shepard on the corner, <laughs> like yeah. bull and Odell's back. Yeah. All right, uh, so we'll start off with Terrence. We made you wait the longest to so your offensive starter or offensive player of the week. Who's your defensive player of the week for week one? So I'm 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 going out with a, with a comeback kid here. I'm going with Derwin James mm-hmm. versus Washington, and I feel like he at least gonna get one interception off Fitzpatrick, maybe a fumble or something. But I think he's gonna go out there and have a great showing. Uh, first game. That's that's my pick. Okay, I like that. Daniel, who you got for your week one defensive player of the week? Um, I actually got Nick Bosa. I'm okay. really excited to see Nick Bosa again. And, man, versus uh, – he, he ain't even the best brother in his household. <laughs> hey. Hey. Cool. Okay. All right. All right. I agree with but, that. I actually like Joey. Bro, Nick Bosa versus Jared Goff. Um, R.I.P. I like the pick. I like the pick. R.I.P. All right. Keith, who you got? I'm going Chase Young. Chase Young. All right. I so you think, went the other side of the I think, there. I think Chase is going to destroy the line. He gets active all over the field. It's not just blitzing for him, like, you know, just getting sacks. I hope fans know it's not just about sacks. He gets pressures, forced yeah. fumbles, fumbles, recoveries. Like, and he's huge, bro. You've seen yeah, this man. Dude, bro. That's, <laughs> and he's like, he's solid, but he's super fit. Like, it's not solid. Like, you know, he'll probably be big. Like, he's just, yeah. it's kind of lean fit, too. Like, it's crazy, bro. Just an animal. I got him for sure. Who you got, Nick? Bro, I'm gonna be honest. I got Aaron Donald. You know, y'all know who how I felt about uh the whole Justin Fields thing. I know he's not starting week one, but I, I think the Rams are gonna come in with kind of a chip on their shoulder. Andy Dalton had a horrible season last year. Uh oh, I think they definitely coming in with a chip. On their I, I think that everybody's mm-hmm. kind of looking to pick on the Bears this year until Justin Fields gets put out there, and then even when he gets put out there, everyone's gonna look to take his head off. So I think Aaron Donald <laughs> is in there chuckling. Wait, he doesn't care who's playing. He, he's going to come out and look to wreak havoc. Uh, and that and line, that line is off. Suspect, you know, Jaylen, it, it's going to be. Bro, Jalen Ramsey going to be out there playing with a chip on yeah. his shoulder? Honestly, I, I didn't know who I was going to pick, but I knew I was going to pick either Aaron Donald or Jalen Ramsey. But I'm going to go with Aaron Donald because he's arguably the best player in football, period, regardless of position. 
Jalen said he couldn't wait to see the Bears receiver number two this year. Yeah. Remember, he got cooked on that route and everybody started talking shit. Yeah. But fun fact, every dog got their day, and especially at corner, you ain't going to lock everybody up every goddamn week. Yeah. yeah that's, right, that's, right. Bro, <laughs> that's one position, bro. I don't care what nobody says. Like, Revis locked up, like, the star players when he played them. But I bet you there was an odd week where he probably got cooked by, like, a bum. Yeah. You know? Um. So, you know, I know the saying goes any given Sunday. So there's technically never really big underdogs in the NFL. But, you know, going into week one, there's always a ton of hype and everything. Uh, Daniel, who do you have? If you had to pick a big upset, who would be your biggest upset week one in the NFL? So I know we touched on this already, but I think Browns are going to take it over the Chiefs. Man, the Browns team has just added so much. And, um, that too, <laughs> yeah. I was if we think about it, it's not really an upset, but just from media hype, it's an upset. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I'm ready for this to be the year for the Browns. Um, I know I wasn't around when we were doing Super Bowl predictions, but I have them in the bowl as well. Okay. And I, I can see them taking it from underneath the Chiefs. I, I I don't know what else to say. They're they're ready to go. The Browns have been raring for how long? for their opportunity and this this is the year in my opinion all right uh keys who you got for your upset for week one uh just looking at it i'm gonna go i don't think there's any big upsets like a big upset would be like there's only two games like i feel like that could be like major upsets where you're like oh like that was that team lost but oh i think Detroit it, beat san francisco i'd be pretty shocked i think it's a lot big <laughs> i think uh i was gonna say the texans beat the jags but i'm really gonna go I'm going to go Saints over the pack. Man, this is what Marquise does. Daniel, every week, you know, he's got to pick, like, multiple, you know, he's got to get a bunch in there. But keep going. Actually, that was my pick, too. But keep going. Uh, I just I just feel like if James can roll with those dudes he got out there without Mike Thomas, I feel like that's the tricky thing, like, you know. But he's throwing the ball all over with uh, Callaway and yeah, there's somebody good. I'm missing. He Plus, got Alvin Kamara is the next factor, regardless. Bro, yeah. six, six touchdowns. Whoa. Any given Sunday, big dog. Bro, Jameis has hurt me too much, man. I am ready to see the Saints crash and burn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, you got, you got man's some praying on their downfall, man. Yeah, you, don't, hey. you got some animosity in your heart. Oh, you do, so much animosity. You have no idea. Like, Jameis Winston has hurt me so many times. And don't I was <laughs> the biggest fan of him in college. And when we drafted him, I was like, oh, here we go, bro. Like, this is it. Like, this is the beginning of the Bucks era. Like, we're going to be good from here on out. And possibly the most heartbreaking way is just turnover after turnover after turnover. It, His last throw in a Tampa Bay Buccaneers uniform straight to Deion pick, Jones for that win six. in overtime. Yeah. And yeah. I'm going to let you know, he did cause a lot of them issues, but that defense wasn't stopping the nosebleed. Yeah. Yeah. He a reason for a lot of the success, but also – his reason for a lot of it. The, the That's what I'm saying. Stuff. Jameis Winston is the definition of a double-edged sword, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. he's going to get you four Literally throws. 30 for 30, bro. And 5,000 <laughs> yards. I told hey, you, greatest but, completion hey, percentage no, of all no. time. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> what we're not going to do is jump on Jameis because I see a lot of people with Jameis being the same situation where, granted, Jameis, he shows you that he has talent. There's other quarterbacks that got the same situation. They got revolving doors, offensive coordinator yeah. and coach, and they switch and they just get a pass. Okay. And now he's got the Terminator eyes, bro. Exactly. So, yeah, he he led the league, and he can't tell which jersey is who. 
So you mean to tell me we this man's we out here get, playing with a blindfold, bro? We give oh, Sam, we give Sam Darnold pass, Kirk Cousins get all the passes. Like we not gonna keep doing this, bro. Trust me, yeah. I I remember the days at Florida State, Jameis Squinston, bro. We everybody is say. everybody is not getting these passes no more. Like if we gonna jump on Jameis, every okay. we jumping on everybody, bro. Because then we gonna get on Matt Ryan too. <laughs> oh, if you're trying to get on Matt Ryan, we can get on Matt Ryan all day, bro. I'm here for it. And then well, what's his face? Old boy in New York. I ain't even say his name. Uh, Daniel, Daniel Jones. Jones? I, you I'll get Daniel James Jones Tur- pass just because he's only in year three or four or whatever it is. But, Terrence, who do you got for the biggest upset oh, this week? I I want the Lions over the 49ers this week. If they, I mean, if they somehow was to pull that out of the ass, man. Oh, that's their Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> every week's their Super Bowl. Let's be honest. Them, the Jacksonville Jaguars, New York Jets, every week is the Super Bowl. I'm really excited, man. Football back. This is exciting. We keep going, Terrence. Yeah, but I mean, that's my pick. I know you had, you said you had the Packers with the Saints as well. But for me, I just feel like the 49ers, they're trying to get back into contention this year. So for them to come out, if they to lose, man, if they <laughs> lose to the Lions, bro. Hey, Trey Lane starting week two. <laughs> Porn star hey. Jimmy's out. Facts. That's a fact. So yeah, yeah. I mean, be that's my head on the chopping block. <laughs> yeah, that happens, man. Jimmy out of there. All right, I'll keep mine short and sweet. I already said mine was the the Saints over the Packers because everyone keeps highlighting the drama in New Orleans with Michael Thomas. The fact that Jameis got announced as a starter, even though all the way up until the preseason ended, we thought it was going to be Taysom Hill. Uh, the fact that Drew Brees retired, can Sean Payton keep it going? All everything that's been talked about. How have we forgotten about the absolute circus going on in Green Bay? I think Green Bay is going to have a crazy good year, but there's no way they can just walk in, in my opinion, can just walk into week one like, yeah, nothing ever happened. I think <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, I think Aaron Rodgers is the GOAT. That's my opinion. Uh, I think Devontae Adams is probably the best wide receiver in the league right now, my opinion. But I I cannot picture a scenario where all 53 dudes walk in like, yeah, we're good. Are they playing at the Dome? You know, the Louisiana just had the hurricane. Are they going to the Dome? I don't to know. TIAA, I think. Yeah, no, last I heard they're playing in Jacksonville. I mean, obviously, it's a New Orleans yeah. home. Oh, yeah, home no, game. it is Jax. But, yeah, they had they had to move it. Um, but I don't think that matters. What I'm talking about is strictly if, the – imagine just t- walking into work every day like – If Taysom Hill is used as a Swiss Army knife, yeah. like he – in the past? Uh, Aaron Rodgers might come out a little yeah. Yankees. Uh, they, every, you know, the Matt LaFleur is, uh, is probably going to be a little like, well, this is awkward, you know. Oh, low-key, <laughs> Lattimore going to ball this year because he's supposed to get paid and he got caught. Hey, listen, put this in the air for me, the Yankees. What's up? Uh, Michael Thomas for Stephon Gilmore. I'll I, I take that. Is you All crazy right. high or slow? <laughs> put it in the air for me. Uh, I mean, we could try it. I don't, I don't think it. I don't. I don't think they going because I'm going to be honest. I told Nick this. The reason why New Orleans wasn't throwing deep was not because of Mike Thomas. Yeah, his arm some, was – he had Drew that Brees bad Ryan arm. <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest. Get it there. Bro, we saw that. We saw we, that in the last year. We call Mike Thomas slant boy. Don't get me wrong. Jit do run a lot of slants, quick routes, but Buddy can run other routes. But you saw in the end of the game, and you also bro, Drew Brees, last year, Drew Brees couldn't throw a piece of gum out of his car window, bro. I'm not oh, okay. <laughs> that's not just to get on Drew, it's the same thing. For oh, a he's a legend, old... yeah. It's just no. he's just too old. No, yeah. A lot of these older quarterbacks, you see it. You see it with Ben. Hell, you see it with Tom when he played the Packers. These dudes 
you tell them to throw the ball like 60 yards, like you can see where the ball, they're losing the velocity on the ball. Like it's just not getting. Yeah, it ain't got the same velocity for sure. <laughs> and Drew ain't have the same arm strength. Screw the velocity. He ain't just have the arm strength to get the ball where it had to go. <laughs> all right. So for all the fans, we're about to move on to our most famous segment. Uh, we got overtime. So we do have a guest today. I'm not going to put any of these crazy limits so Marquis can, you know, get his easy win in there. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to, uh, you know, no. I'm going to let Daniel answer the questions first. He is our guest. Oh, um, no. I'm going to give him Ben for the doubt. Hey. Oh, um, here we go. Oh, yeah. So, you know, no pressure. Let him answer it first. It don't matter. I'm still going to win. All right. Yeah, I, I'll be That's honest. With you. If Marquise only... wins, I'll eat a jean jacket on the next uh, podcast. No milk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Ben, I'm going to hold you. That's some pressure. All right. Don't All let right, me so win. First, I'm going to hold question. you. I got a couple for y'all, and I got a tiebreaker, too, on the off chance. So, um, first question. So I had the most field goals in a Monday night football game. I'm just going to let y'all know. So none of y'all better start Googling because these are all Monday night football related. You know, we got our first week of football. So uh, I had the most field goals in a Monday night football game with seven field goals in 1996. All right. Is my name Nick Lowry? Am I Rich Carlos, Roger uh, Ruzik, or Chris Benoil? So, Daniel, you got first pick. Dude, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I'm not familiar with kickers in 1996. <laughs> this is probably the hardest one. I won't lie to y'all. This is probably the yeah, hardest this is tough. This is a tough one. I ain't going to cap. It's tough. I just, I just jumped out of the sack the year before. I don't know. <laughs> hey. Hey. So, I'll, I'll run through it again. We got Rich Carlos, Nick Lowry, Roger Ruzik, or Chris Benoil. I'll go Chris Benoil. Okay. Terrence, who you got? Oh, Ruzik, bro. I don't even Ruzik. know who they right. fumbled his name the first which time. One, so which one? What's, Uz, what's Uzik's first name? Ruzik is Roger. Roger Ruzik. Okay. Who's the first person you said? Uh, Rich Carlos. I'm going Rich Carlos. All right. Well, our guest is up 1-0 because it is Chris Benoil. He had seven field goals November 18, 1996. He played for the Dallas Cowboys, and this was versus the Green Bay Packers, man. So Thought about going him, but then he picked him. Don't be, and you fumbled bloody names, so I was like, "Don't be sorry." <laughs> well, I don't even know what I said the first time. I'll lie to you. I said Rujic or something like that. Yeah. All right. So this so one, like, we, we're so familiar with these names. All right. If y'all are not familiar with these names, Terrence or Marquise, you're kicked out the podcast. Daniel, you're never allowed on again. All right. So, <laughs> so um, Damn. okay. All right. So I had the most rushing yards in a Monday Night Football game. Okay. Am I Ricky Williams? Oh, and then in the yardage is 221 yards. All right. Am I Ricky mm-hmm. Williams? My Earl Campbell, Thurman Thomas, or Bo Jackson? Uh, Terrence, I'll let you go first on this one. So remember, Goodness it's Ricky Williams, Earl, Com- Earl, Earl, Thomas, Earl Campbell, Thurman Thomas, or Bo Jackson? I'm going to go – I'm going to go Ricky Williams. All right. So, Terrence got Ricky Williams. Marquise, who you got? I got to go Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson. Thurman Thomas. Watch Thomas. Thomas. Watch. Man, I'm so pissed off at all y'all for letting Marquise get that one right. It's Bo Jackson at 221 uh, yards. Hey, that you was, know that was you, the obvious one. Hey, you know why I know that though? Because they used to rush Bo a lot, but then on Madden it shows you who holds the records. And all right. Ricky Williams' name, I, I think he's amazing, but his name wasn't even on the record list for the most well, times in the game. Uh, well, you're wrong because he's actually number two in that list. But oh, Madden lying then. 
Okay. Yeah, his is he had two sixteen. He was only five yards behind Bo Jackson. I might have to uh, check. Might might not be lying. Nah, Ricky was like that. He was getting no. I know. I know. He, I know he's like that. But I didn't know if he did that. It's just game specific. You know. I know yeah. Ricky's like that. Yeah. All right. So I had the most passing yards in a Monday Night Football game with four hundred and fifty-eight yards. All right. You know. Daniel, oh, you, you know. Not you trying knew, to give any. Not you knew to not any to do PTSD. touchdowns. He knew no, not. We're to doing do yards. We're doing yards. Yeah. We're not doing <laughs> Daniel, I don't want to give you any uh, any you know PTSD here, but am I Peyton Manning? Peyton Manning. Am I Ken Anderson, Charlie Johnson, or Joe Montana? I'll let you go first, Daniel. It's Peyton Manning. All right, you got it's, Peyton Manning. Keys, who you got? It's Peyton Manning. All right, Terrence, who you got? You try to throw that man Nick a freebie. It's Peyton Manning. <laughs> I'm going to go with somebody else just because y'all are saying that. All right. All right, so I'll throw you the names again. Peyton Manning. Kenny Anderson, Charlie Johnson, or Joe Montana? I'm going to go old Joe. Old Joe. Joe Montana? Yeah. Well, I rock with Terrence. I rock with Pops because it's Joe Montana with 458 yards. Let's wow. go. Anyway, <laughs> y'all thought I was going to give you a layup like that. This he guy, our, he, he stuck that in. He was trying to time. be deceitful. Bro, he said, oh, I don't want to give you PTSD. He knew what he was doing, bro. <laughs> He's not even on the list, bro. I just want to throw that out there just to give you some shit. All right. So. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Keith, since you think you know everything, uh, nah, actually, I'm not going to go with that one. I got all the all the Monday Night Football records pulled up right here. Better not, big dog. You go to touchdown one. You already know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Um, so we got most interceptions. This will be for all the marbles. So we each got one here. We got, you know, Daniel's got one. Keith's got one. Terrence got one. So whichever one of y'all gets this, I'm only going to give you three options. So one of y'all got to win. Um, we got most interceptions in the game. All right. And the answer is four for Monday Night Football. Is my name Charlie Babb? Mark Murphy or Dick Anderson with four interceptions. Uh, Daniel, I'll let you go again first uh, since you're our guest. Mark Murphy. Mark Murphy. All right. Keith, who you got? Dick Anderson. All right. Terrence, who you got? The crazy thing is when you start a- asking the question, I was going to say D'Angelo Hall, but he might have had like three. Hold yeah. on. Wait. What? You're saying who threw the most interceptions? No, who had the most interceptions. Had the cornerback. So they oh, answered- wait, wait. Say those names again. All right, Charlie Babb, Mark Murphy, or Dick Anderson? Are you staying with yours, Daniel? Since, you yeah. know, Marquise, I don't know if you know this, but we always give Marquise, you know, we got to spoon feed him so we give him <laughs> extra chances. Um, so that's the way it goes. Anyway. So who so, was off the table? He went with Murphy, right? He went Mark yeah. Murphy. You want to change it? Because I'm going to give you – we're going to put the bib on you too since we always put the bib on Marquise. No, nah, I'm staying with Mark Murphy. All right, yeah. Keese. All right, so Charlie Babb. Mark Murphy or Dick Anderson? I'm saying Dick Anderson. All right. I'm going to go bad just, just to be on the outside. All right. Well, I'm logging off this podcast because I'm not talking to any of y'all ever again. I quit. Uh, Marquise, you won tonight. Uh, Eat that jacket, boy! <laughs> Eat that jacket! <laughs> I quit. Ooh. I hate all of you. Hey, you better put some sauce on it. You- <laughs> 
Don't make me pull up to you. You better have a sauce on it. Everything <laughs> cut up. You gotta beat me. You gotta beat me in uh in bowling. Hey, yeah, I ain't gotta I beat you in your shit. ass on Sunday. What happened, <laughs> I borrowed Marquise. We ain't talking about Sunday. We talk about right oh now. What happened, Terrence? Bro, I hate he, all y'all so much. He put He's that gonna come on next pod and say double or nothing. Let's go. Nah, I ain't no double. <laughs> double or nothing. I quit, bro. You better have that jacket handy, boy. You better have that jacket handy. You think we're gonna hit the? Man, how do I end this without stop recording, delete? Yeah, all right. Anyway, <laughs> you better try eating it. I don't know how you're gonna eat it. Cut it up, soak it. You you, you at least eating a piece of a jacket. You ain't. Damn. You better not and I take Marquise for word of the day. Why did y'all let him win? Oh my god, I hate this podcast. Hey, so I'm, I'm, I'm I'm historically I'm bad at trivia, so I, I was gonna. Yeah, this, this is on me. I thought you were gonna switch too when I heard you like, ooh, they throw it or they pick it off. You don't even know what is what this what what this position was, bro. Get out of here. <laughs> anyway, lucky ass. All right, Marquise. Uh, what is our word of the day? We're gonna set it this off one on me. It, it was on the question, Dan. It was on the question. Yeah. It, it just sounds like a sore loser, bro. bro I am. I'm a hate- sore loser. I wasn't even a part of this. <laughs> <laughs> Nick somehow still loses trivia even when he's not playing. Bro, I'm a hater, bro. And you know what's funny, though? I think we got to look back at it. I think I've won, like, a majority of the trivia. And I think, like, Terrence is behind me. I don't think Nick's even won that many. I think Nick's has won, like, I won. Two. I won two in a row. I will say that controversy that happened with the whole switching after riding the coattails of Nick. Oh, I was switching on the- and then... He had, I like, was on Nick's side for to that. think about the entire NFL history with Detroit. I don't care what anybody says. I won that one. <laughs> well, I might, so, I might, was I, like, well, I mean, I guess since uh, <laughs> yeah, get out of here. Hey, hey I might have to do with that one. And then Detroit, hey, Marcus was like, this. well, you know, it was the Browns, but then the Browns just won last year, and then the Bucks had one all decade. So, bro, get out of here. What, what happened with FSU? Anyway, I might have to. Bro, oh, y'all got Molly walked. You can't say anything to me. <laughs> I didn't even come within the same hemisphere. Hey, I didn't even think he was going to beat Alabama. So, Terrence, y'all played a D D eight school. Hey, Terrence, don't (laughs) worry. Florida gonna get beat by Alabama too. (laughs) Listen, our quarterback situation with Emory Jones. (laughs) Hey, take a seat next to us when you play Florida. All right. Right. Emory Jones ain't looking that good right now, but our running right. game look good. So, Marquise, I'm a, I'm a, you got word of the day for yeah, us. I got sending out, sending us off with. I got word of the day. I'm gonna tash Dan to look at these videos and see who is winning overtime like that. I'm pretty sure we know the obvious answer is me. But word of the day for all you nice folks out there, Please. besides besides Nick, is time. The infinity <laughs> continue. What you what you laughing at? So besides Nick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, a part-time comedian, you feel me? Yeah, anyway. I, won't, I won't carry y'all in basketball on Sundays anymore, but we won't talk about that. <laughs> oh, no, Okay, bro. we. I didn't want to explain this. We're going to explain this, right? If you are Clay Thompson, right? Bro, imagine, this man just compare me to Clay Thompson. I need the audience to understand that. Shut up. No, I'm just, <laughs> or, I'm just, all right, Ray Allen, which is even worse. Oh, the greatest Matt, three point shot in NBA bro, history, game six versus the Spurs. All right. No, all right. You're digging a hole right now. I, I am. Digging, digging, I am. Bro, this man compared me to Clay Thompson, then Ray Allen. What's that? Steph, what's that? What's that? Next? What's that dude, Mike Williams? That play for the white or Mike Miller, right? Mike Miller, if you're Mike, Mike Miller. Miller, a perfect. The no shoot right? glory. Mike Miller. I'll take bro. Not, you compare me to the pros, he's not, bro. I'll he's take not a great dribbler, right? He can he can play somewhat defense, right? But he needs screens and shit to get open, right? Bro, I'll still so, suck some kids up. I don't want to hear it. 
That is true. <laughs> but it, if, all you're gonna, is true. <laughs> if all you're going to do is shoot and these boys playing lackluster defense, I'm hoping you making them shits because he was. That's fair. But, you know, let's be honest. Bro said you was open. Exactly. Nah, that, bro. I don't even want to hear that. Hey, I was, for the I was, first game, they guarded him the worst way I ever seen someone guard someone that knows how to shoot. It was the funniest thing ever. I get the I get the inbound. I'm like, here, take it, bro. Here, take it. <laughs> like at least at least three of them. I was like, here, take it. They're they're not gonna guard <laughs> you here. Take it. Like I literally would just look at him. I'm like, shoot it. You <laughs> okay. look at me. Sure, yeah, shoot it. They're not gonna guard, shoot it. <laughs> but all right. <laughs> anyway, back to you know the pod. You know, let's get you folks out of here. Word of the day is time. The infinite, indefinite, continued pro- progress of existence and events in the past, present, and future, regarded as a whole. And second part of that, a point in time measured in hours, the minutes past midnight or noon. We're rocking with the second part of that. A lot of people get wrapped up in, oh, my day is so busy, blase, blase, blah. You know, I don't have time. You got 24 hours in a day, right? Let's break this down. Say you sleep. Everybody need to sleep at least seven to eight. We'll be generous. We'll give you extra hours. We had 16 hours, right? Terrence, you say it'd be a good thing to at least work out for an hour a day, maybe. So say say you work it out an hour a day, right? Boom. Say throughout the day, it takes you two hours to eat all your food for lunch, dinner, breakfast, right? Boom. You're at 13 hours a day. Well, minus three hours for travel time for what you got going on. You got 10 hours at the end of that to make whatever you need to happen, happen. Don't uh, limit yourself. I feel like you could, you got enough time in the day, bro. All you got to do is just break it down to how you need to do it. What's important, what needs to get accomplished first and just prioritize and just get shit done. You know, you can make a lot of things happen. I feel like, especially in a lot of the time period, bro. I definitely agree. I feel like one of the biggest things with us as I'm going to just say humans is just procrastination. Like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow or, you know, I'll do it. I feel like putting it off is one of the biggest yeah. issues. It's always tomorrow until you don't wake up, big dog. Exactly. Yeah, so that's a solid point. I'll do there, it tomorrow. So I feel hey, like hey, you, can't, you can't hit the I'll do it tomorrow thing. If, there, if it's something that's in your control, Ain't no, I'll do it tomorrow, right? Now, if you're waiting on another party to help accomplish what you need to do, or, or you're like, you're waiting for a business or something, that's mm-hmm. out of your control. But it, whether it's doing your laundry, little shit, like simple things, bro, you can do it, you know, like getting ahead on homework, uh, knowing, all right, me and the kids got to be ready at this time, everybody ready, everybody ready to go, you know, it's just, I feel like. Biggest thing is holding yourself to whatever it is that you want to accomplish. Yeah. yeah, holding yourself accountable. Set, if you got to set a schedule, if you got to put on, hey, by this day, I'm going to have this done, you have to hold yourself accountable to that. That's that's the biggest thing I feel like we have to do. Daniel, how do you feel about time? Anything you well, want to chime in on? I mean, y'all, y'all really hit all the big points there. We all have a limited amount of time that we're given. You know, it's hey, Jay, shorter you than we think. You ain't never going to get that shit back, I promise. Yeah, and at the end of the day, you have to maximize the time that you're given – your happiness you know yep. do what makes you happy in that time or do what is going to make you happy yep. in that oh, time. yeah and we said you had 10 free hours so minus eight, minus eight for working you got two free hours yep. you. hey everything tens, feels bro. good so you got one grain of sand left in that hourglass man so um you know yeah i agree you know time is time is a valuable thing and everybody says uh, money equals time i mean everything revolves around time it's a it's an abstract concept that uh None of us quite fully understand until it's until that day comes. So 
hope everybody maximizes every opportunity they get. Miss 100% of the shots you don't take, and that comes with time. Um, also want to give a big shout out. You know, we have uh, we've been calling him Pops on the podcast today. We got Terrence uh, bringing another one home. You know, he's got two boys bringing home a baby girl, man. Uh, we're so happy for you. I know we. Yeah, pray for me. Yeah. <laughs> So we're proud of you, man. Uh, proud for you and your family. Glad that, uh, like Marquis said, you got a starting five on the way. So nah, congratulations. nah, 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 nah. I'm done. This is it for me. I, I, want the, <laughs> I want the audience to know. I feel like y'all done heard us talking a little casual this episode and just like enjoying each other. Jit told me the last one, my godson, Taylor, they're like my nephews and shit anyway, that that was going to be the last one. Look what happens. Nah, this is it, bro. Okay. We, nah, got, just, we got the boy and in, in, in the girl. This is it. You got two boys. Who you got two? Who you leaving yeah, out? Yeah, 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 yeah. We the second one was for you know was trying maybe for the girl. See, Nick, he already forgetting. He said boy and girl. He forget. No, one yeah, of I'm saying we got there. both genders. We got both genders already. Is what I'm saying. Hey, that's crazy, man. Oh, I'm done. I'm out the game. What's that one show? Mm-hmm. Like eight kids and counting or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's about to be parents. Oh no, sir. About to have the oh. army. Army Jit of the pharaohs, bro. Jit about to be the colored Brady bunch. He about to be the. I'm gender. done. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody yeah, always says they're done. Hey, they what they say? Really football, done. three and up. That's me. All right, I like that, <laughs> bro. You gonna have another kid before I even have one? That's a lie. I'm done. Absolutely. Well, obviously, oh. it's on the way. You want to shout yeah. out your dog before we head out, Daniel? Dog dad. Yeah, he's just been chilling. This is actually. Oh, we right getting here. the dogs? We getting the dogs? Oh, let's get the. <laughs> oh, dogs. y'all gonna make hold me on. get the cat? All right, hold Look, on. Don't make me cry. Don't make me cry, y'all. We got Ah, uh, we got all the fake kids. Terrence, little one, real kids. Bro, <laughs> come here, Bobby. Nah, y'all, y'all. Come here. He's for anybody. For anybody that was listening. Oh, look who it is. Look at my boy. Oh, my dog. My, my dog went on the puppy heaven, man. This is the guy. This is the guy. You'll see him my again, dog. Terrence. Don't worry. Oh, He'll yeah, be waiting I'm, for you. Uh, Nick trying not. to make me cry on this podcast. Nick don't need to go get no cat. Oh, no, this shit. Nick, what y'all doing, Nick? Y'all trying to make me cry on this podcast? Y'all know my dog with the puppy heavy, man. Damn, man. I Crazy. apologize. I'm sorry. Jig Green, come on. Let, let's get it out of here. I got to. Anyway, we, we like to drag with, on a little bit. I got a date with Madden today. Hey. <laughs> oh, have a good night. Uh, it's been covered before with the guys. We had a special guest, Daniel, tonight. Everybody show him some love. Daniel, want to plug yourself one more time? Uh, at Deegan the Legend, D-E-A-G-N, the Legend. I uh, appreciate right. you guys having me on so much. It's been awesome, you know, listening to you guys every day. Cool to be a part of it. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, y'all have a good night.